week's episode of the All About Hennessy Show, Jeff Hike, Chief Marketing Officer of Cimarron Electric, gives us a visit to talk about Cimarron's programs and generator safety. We meet Renee Settlemeyer's KJ Filmworks executive producer and talk about KJ's many adventures throughout the years. All this and more on this week's All About Hennessy Show. This show made possible in part by Community State Bank, small town banking the way it should be. And Integris, Bass Baptist Health Center, integrisok.com. Today, I have Jeff Hyatt. Did I say that right? You did. I did. Yes, with Cimarron Electric. And his title is CMO. What is that? Chief Marketing Officer. Okay, new title. Yes. I know CEO and COO, but <laughs> CMO is a new one on me. Now, Cimarron, you know, just from south of the river, but um, Cimarron does service this area heavily. I mean, uh, this my studio is on Cimarron Electric, and... Um, I guess a power failure right now would be embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. That wouldn't yes. be good. Yes. Okay. No. You put in a good word before you came up here. Keep the power on. Yeah. You've gone through a lot of growth lately. You were you were telling me that you were mostly residential mm-hmm. and a little bit of commercial, and now that has flipped. As far as kilowatt hour sales, um, over the last probably seven years, mm-hmm. um, we've flipped that from 70% residential and 30% commercial to 70% commercial and 30% residential so wow and is it all oil field or is it a little of beach i know there's some new like big buildings hotels and things now in your market um, that mainly oil field we've seen some growth with the uh, grow farms and so they've oh, they've come yes. in yep. so we've we've had a few of those mm-hmm. that are pretty good sized and you know that that in, that contributes to that small commercial mm-hmm. group too very cool and then recently you got a grant to, what did you call it, harden your system? We wanted to strengthen and harden our system, and that was after the 2013 winter storm that Mm -hmm. we had. So we were able to do about 1,250 miles of line improvement, put in some ductile iron poles, set the poles closer together, use creosote um, poles, bigger class, bigger round, set the poles closer together, just helping strengthen the system. And so that helped um, a lot in strengthening the system, and that was a grant from FEMA. Well, even with this last ice storm we had, I guess it was last October, that had to have helped. It did. In a, in a lot of areas. The areas in a lot of a... areas that bordered right on that, um, mm-hmm. we saw where that stood, where those that hadn't been hardened didn't stand. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to work right now with FEMA to get another grant to be able to do about 300 miles of mitigation or mm-hmm. hardening to our system. I know. will affect... Geary, Calumet, um, Piedmont, Crescent, some in the Hennessy area. I know during the last ice storm, our trees are still recovering from it. We were we were braced. <laughs> we were ready. For, and the power never went off. We never lost power here. I think our, a neighbor lost some because his transformer went down. Mm-hmm. But our grid line, whatever you call it, stayed stayed up. And the distribution line stayed yeah, up. Yeah, I was. We Good. never got. We had the generator. We were ready. That was the problem. We had the <laughs> generator ready. We had gas and never used it. But that's the way it always works. Yes. Now a a co-op is is not like a normal company. We have. I'm a member. I belong Correct. to it, and I get a vote. Correct. What's the difference between say OG&E and Cimarron Electric? Okay. So Cimarron is a co-op and we are owned by the members that we serve. So if you buy your electricity from Cimarron, you're an owner. You own Cimarron. You have a say in how it's governed. Uh, you elect a board of directors mm-hmm. and that director represents you at the board meetings. 
And so you have one vote. doesn't matter how many accounts you have. If you have a membership, you have a vote. Mm -hmm. So if I have 20 accounts, I don't have any more power than Jack that has one account. Very cool. I don't have to own 10,000 stock. Uh, right. Shares of stock to get a exactly OGE. They have shareholders, mm -hmm. and so they answer to the shareholders. The person buying electricity from them doesn't necessarily have any say except to complain that their power's off. <laughs> you never hear that. No, 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 no. never. And um, you have a, a really neat uh, scholarship program for high school students. We do. We started that last year. Um, pretty much any high school that's in our service territory. Um, we take applications from them for a $500 scholarship. So you're guaranteed one from each school. Mm -hmm. And so all they have to do is really apply and we'll be kicking that off in January. Very, very cool. And then um, I guess the next thing was uh, like generator safety. My question was, we're on the fence, uh, my wife and I, whether we want to put in an auto start generator mm -hmm. or drag the old Honda out every time we do it. And there's some safety things that you've got to like use a real electrician and not duct tape. And you, you should get a, a, a <laughs> licensed electrician to do that for you. That way it's, it provides safety not only for you, but for our linemen or for the general public. If you don't have it hooked up correctly, it can backfeed out on the line where your transformer right now, it takes the voltage from what our distribution system is, which it could be 7,200 volts or 14,400 volts, takes it to the transformer, transforms that voltage or you know drops it down to the voltage you use in your house mm -hmm. to 240, 120. Well, it will do the actual inverse and take that power that oh, you're generating from your generator really? and put it out and it'll make it either 14.4 or 7200 back out there. So if there's an accident wow. or if our linemen are out there, um, that's why they want to you know, make sure that it's all safe. Well, I know during a power failure, when we've had our generator running, uh, we would be watching TV and the generator would go off and I'd go out and one of your guys came and pulled the plug on it. And well, probably because we didn't answer the doorbell. Um, and that's just to protect them Correct. to make sure we're not Correct. back feeding. We weren't, I mean, we Correct. had our main off, but it was still safety for him. And they have automatic transfer switches and then they have manual transfer switches. So if you've got a manual, you've got to go out there and flip that switch to shut the power off so that it doesn't go back out on the line. If it's an automatic, then once it senses that the power is not there and your generator comes on, then it automatically shuts it off. So that's a safety feature that's built in. Safety first for you and the guy working on the pole up right, there. Very, right. Very cool. Correct. Well, awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming and Absolutely. hanging out with us today. We had a really good visit off camera, so um, we condensed it for you guys so we didn't bore you to death. Um, I'm long-winded, so it was good. If you ever have any questions, these guys are all about answering questions. They're quickly, you do social media, and uh, what's your Facebook page, Simran Electric? Simran Electric um, Co-op. Co-op. If there's an outage or something and you're wondering what's going on, he's gotten real good at posting that and letting them know that you know the guys are on it. We, we try to keep, about it. And, try to keep up on that. And, and you, have a, you have an app that you can report an outage? We do. And it's called Smart Hub, and we're working on changing that so that it's tailored to Simron, but it's Smart Hub app, and it's for Simron. You can report your outage. You can see your usage. You can pay your bill. You can pay your bill. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Get on the iPhone store or the Android store or wherever it's called and get that and right. a pretty handy little tool. It's a great tool. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. All Appreciate right. it. You bet. This show made possible in part by Cimarron Electric, serving Northwest Oklahoma with clean, reliable power for over 100 years. CimarronElectric.com. And Seaboard Foods. At Seaboard Foods, our work matters to our families, our communities, and the people who rely on us to produce delicious pork products. Are we recording, Ivan?
the camera is recording. Oh, see the little red light is blinking? <laughs> that way you know. Renee's very nervous. Um, for the next few shows, I am going to introduce you to some people you may not know that work behind the scenes. And some of them are with KJ Filmworks and some of them are with the All About Network thing. And I'm going to start with my our oldest employee, not in age, but in time spent with the company. I knew that was going to come. See, I, I set you up for that. Thank you. This is Renee Settlemyers, formerly Renee Shamanic, with the Hennessy Connection. And Renee has worked for KJ for how long did we figure? 2,200 years. I think it's more like 20 years. 22. Okay. Whatever. Uh, I've learned it's best to ag agree with Renee than challenge her, or we'll be here all day long. Um, so you're, uh, you, your dad is Bernie Shamanic. Correct. Former county commissioner in Garfield County. Correct. And you have a connection with Hennessy just because you're a shamanic. Correct. And now you live in Enid. I do. And Renee is KJ's executive producer, which means she does everything. Everything, yeah, pretty much. I, I own the company, but Renee tells me what to do, uh, literally. Um, Every day. Yes. So um, we've done a lot of really crazy stuff. The company, near as we can figure, KJ is approaching 40 years old. So it's like 37, 38 years old. And Renee has been with me for a big part of that. And um, we've, we're just, every day, it's, you just don't know what you're getting into. It's, it's like crazy, like the very best job that we figured out that we've ever been on together was when we flew, what did we do? Tell us what we did. We were doing a, a oil and gas safety orientation for a company that we got to f get in a helicopter and actually fly offshore and stay on one of those offshore platform rigs for a few days. We kind of helicopter hopped from one platform to the there other. Were five of them total and we the it was like um, an offshore pickup, I think is what the, <laughs> pickup truck is what they call helicopters out there because that's the only way to get around is to fly from rig to rig with with a helicopter. And I was the only female, so that was kind of fun and uh, I had my own private area to sleep on because I was the only female. Yeah, I slept in the bunkhouse. Not a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, and, and the cool thing about the offshore platforms are they have their own chef. Yes. And they cook for you, and you never get hungry out there, but they work, I guess it was like three weeks on, three weeks off, or something like that. 30 yeah. on, 30 off, something like that. So you, you, you live out there. We were fortunate we could get out when it was time to come. But we did have one experience. We, we did this several times. We went out and flew the rig several times, but one time there was a, a, a story about. It was just after Katrina, but it was like Hurricane Rita. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that one. We, um, because of one of the hurricanes, it had um, messed up one of the platforms, their evacuation horn. And so we flew back out there to refilm. But there was a storm coming. And so the helicopter pilot was like, all right, here's a storm's coming, a storm's coming. You guys need to hurry up and finish. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. So it was like we had to hurry and finish and get in the helicopter to fly off the platform. Is that the story you're referring to? <laughs> no, that's it. Okay. And, and literally this this hurricane storm is coming all, coming yeah. as we flew into land and got off and Yeah. yeah. All right. So then so that's like the coolest job, one of the coolest jobs we've ever done. 
and and I guess the worst is we we used to produce a newsletter, and the caption for the newsletter was "dirty videos," not what you think. So what happened with that one? There is a facility um, around the Enid area, and it um, produces um, carbon. Carbon, mm -hmm. and I think it was a kind of a windy day. And so this carbon is blowing all over the air. And by the time we got done filming, I went into the bathroom and I looked at myself. I took my safety glasses off because I looked like a, a raccoon because there was just carbon all over my face, in my ears, in my mouth. It was a long time. It, it was disgusting. It took a long time to get out. So the next time we went back, their uh, receptionist was like, can I help you? And I'm like, it's Renee with KJ Filmworks. And she's like... I didn't recognize you because I was cleaned up you and didn't have all that. covered in black soot. Yeah, it was um, gross. That's, it's, this, it is a really neat facility, but when the wind comes up, you just don't want to be there. And, and they, I didn't go on that shoot, but I have been on shoots there in the past and experienced similar things. If the wind is up, just cancel the shoot because it's, <laughs> it's pretty dirty, dusty out there. But yeah. um, it's, it's pretty crazy. So... Um, We've experienced a lot over the, the, the years um, filming. We've, we've filmed um, literally rock stars. We've, we've um, been at the top of the, probably one of the, the funnest, not funnest, it was kind of scared me to death, is we were on the 44th floor of a high-rise building in San Seattle. Francisco. Oh, it was in Seattle. Seattle. And no, it was the, wait, you're talking about the Space Needle? Yeah. Or, yeah, we, the, or the other job with the concrete. Which one are you talking this about? This was the concrete one. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, so we're Seattle. on the 44th floor. So we were, at, we were higher than the Space Needle in Seattle. Yes. And there's no walls. They're, they're pouring the floor. So there's nothing between you and 44 feet down. And we had to go up in this rickety um, construction elevator mm -hmm. that just rattled all the way up 44 floors, however high that is. Google it. And um, it was... It was scary because the, the floor was, was metal with rebar and you had to be careful to walk. You'd fall down. And then, of course, um, Renee and I are bathroom paranoid. <laughs> and um, they would hang the, the porta potties off the side of the building so they could pour the concrete. And so we didn't partake no in, in the way. restrooms. No I preferred to get back in the elevator and go all the way back down and use the bathroom at the at ground. I was not going to mm -mm, Yeah, hang, hanging off the side of a building in a plastic... Uh, porta potty wouldn't yeah uh, didn't sound like a lot of fun. No. And we have hundreds and hundreds of these stories. We probably need to do a video just on some of the crazy well, and situations. Remember, we've been. it was a safety video, and I had my hard hat on, and I'm up at the top of the floor, up at the top, and I'm leaning over to see what they're doing down below, and my hard hat falls off. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because it could have hit somebody. We're supposed to know what we're doing. And uh, we're the safety guys, and the hard hat became a projectile. Fortunately, the people on the on the ground had the hard hats on, <laughs> yeah. so they didn't get hit with the thing. So, um, what's coming up? What's 2022 looking like? I have no idea. <laughs> we're actually we're actually in the studio today planning 2022, but we're hoping to continue with what we're doing mm -hmm. and uh, kind of up the game a little bit. You know, a lot of our work has been. Um, safety training, contractor orientation, um, uh, contractor, not contractor, but employee recruiting, kind of things like that. And with all of the new construction and things going on, it kind of looks like that's 
maybe the direction we're following. And this last year was crazy where we had, uh, what was it, uh, six weeks in mm -hmm. six different states. And I'm not talking Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. I'm talking California, Pennsylvania, Chicago, uh, Colorado. Kansas. Kansas, and probably a couple of others in between. Uh, up Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, that's right. All of those, and I they were—they were literally. We were out a week, home a day, out a week, home a day, kind of a kind of trips, and barely get the gear cleaned up, and you're off again on another so airplane trip. Out a week, trip. home a day, out a week, home a day, doodah. Make a song out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Renee, Renee used to be a preschool teacher, and it really lends itself to working with <laughs> our clients sometimes, good and bad, uh, especially like uh, television commercials. A lot of our commercials have cute little rhymey things to them, and that's. I don't think rhymey is a word. Not the right word. No. Okay, sorry. It's the teacher thing in her. She's there's a lot of things she won't let me say. So, um, anything else you would like to tell our fabulous viewers? Well, I mean, just working together for twenty plus years and some of the situations that we've found ourselves in, and you know, could lend itself to a blooper reel on its own, but. So my goal for 2022 is for Jack not to make that face. No, not that one. No, no. I have many faces. I can't recall which face it is. Okay, there's the, the, uh, what was the worst one? I have no idea. That face, there's that face. That one, okay, good. <laughs> We did a, a commercial, I forgot what it was even about, and we needed a guy, like a hot dog salesman, <laughs> and they put a funny hat on me, and I had a hot dog, and I didn't remember what I, what I said. I don't what either. What was it I said? <laughs> yeah, hot dogs for, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, we get ourselves into a lot of unique situations with, uh, when we're making videos. I've locked myself in a, in a bathroom. Oh. True story, Renee has a thing about chapstick and hand lotion. So anytime, I guess I guess most women's room have hand lotions and mm -hmm. it's been more than once where Renee will say, I'm going to the restroom and then she's gone a while, then we hear <laughs> and she's put hand lotion on and can't turn the doorknob to get out of the bathroom. And then the, the classic one is the elevator in um, New Orleans. Yes. We're in the Hilton Airport hotel and the, there was something wrong with the elevator it yeah the and, doors wouldn't stay open and and i you know when i get on an elevator i got my little my luggage cart and i'm ready the door's open pew, i'm out well renee paused a moment the door shut the elevator went back up again and i can hear her going hey so she comes back down the door's open she's ready but still paused again doors closed the elevator went back up i don't know how many times that happened like but three or I'm time. yelling like, be ready, you know? So one time the door is open and there's this bench in the hallway and Jack's just sitting there like waiting for me to get off. I don't off. know how many times we're going to do this. And I'm but... thinking I'm getting off the elevator and I got it and I'm getting ready and bam, it closes again. And I don't know, two or three times this happened, but it was like, okay, you know, get off the elevator now. I think though the, the best one was because I do love chapstick. I, I was at my desk when we had our offices and I had chapstick with me or wherever I would go because my lips would be chapped. And I pulled my drawer out and I put it on and I, you know, doing this. What was it, super glue it or something? Was, it was a glue stick. So I glue, <laughs> I put chapstick or glue on my lips and they were, anyway. Okay, that's it. 
you have met Renee. You will hear me reference Renee from time to time because she's my boss, E. And, uh, but she does a great job. I appreciate KJ would not be even in existence if it wasn't for Renee at this point. And um, she's the driving force that keeps this thing going. I wanted to say that out loud on camera in front of people with witnesses. Ivan is smiling. Um, by the way, Ivan, you're coming next. Um, so over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to bring in uh, Angie, Lisa, Libby, Beth, Ivan, everybody else that hangs around here. And How much am I supposed to pay you now for that compliment? And uh, <clears throat> we're going into a meeting now where uh, she owes me. All right. That's all I got. Merry Christmas. We'll see all you guys next year. Be sure to click the subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell to be sure you never miss an episode of the All About Hennessy Show. Check out this week's All About Hennessy Post newspaper and subscribe for free at allabouthennessy.com.